This is the Intentional Disruption Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Demo, and today I'm going to talk about how I will be helping my clients earn over $15 million in profit in 2023. This episode will be very step-by-step instructional and have a lot of actionable items that you can take advantage of immediately inside of your business to see a dramatic shift in your profitability, your hours worked, and your overall peace of mind as you expand your business in what is very likely to be a very tough year for many small businesses across America. So I recorded this podcast based a little bit on a post that I put up for New Year's. As you listen to this, uh, we just hit 2023, and I made a post about New Year's resolutions and how they don't actually work. And I didn't assign shame or guilt or anything with that. It's just the simple fact that New Year's resolutions do not work because they don't have anything to back them up. And in that post, I dove into a little bit about the underlying why. There needs to be more than just, I want to get in shape. I want to eat healthier. I want to spend more time doing blank. And the reason they don't work is they're not fully engaged in what the actual pain is. And that actual pain usually isn't strong enough to overcome what you really want to do, which is our native desire to just stay at equilibrium and not do too much and essentially just exist. It's a very rare person that wants to actively push and push and grow. And I've been in that trap myself and it's come up many times where they say, well, it takes 21 days to learn a new habit. That's not necessarily true because it needs to be a lifetime commitment. And that's not easy for a lot of people because we don't normally think in those terms, especially in the immediate gratification world that we're in. So now we understand a little bit about how I got here. What I'm going to do over the next few minutes is go through what you need to do to have your best year ever in business and massively expand in 2023. So things to consider. What's your goal for the year? Now, obviously, it is January of 2023, and... That means you might be behind the eight ball and say, oh, I haven't set my goal yet. The year is already ruined. That's a bunch of crap. It's not ruined. If you end up listening to this podcast in December, it's not too late to set a goal. And then also put together the plan to execute upon that goal. So a couple things to consider for your annual goal. Is there seasonality inside of your business? When I ran my Cutco office, there was seasonality. The summer was very big and the winter break period was very big for conducting business. I'd say 70% of all of our revenue came in over 
Call it a five-month period. In finance, I have a lot of clients in that space, and there's things like tax season. There's CD rollover season. There's a lot of different times throughout the year where there's a seasonality to understanding what a client's particular need is in that season. Another example from one of my clients would be landscaping. There's definitive seasons for that. There's your spring cleanup. There's the summer lawn care maintenance and masonry projects. Put in that dope fire pit like I did the other year. Uh, There's fall cleanup. There's appropriate for now. There's plowing. So does your business have seasonality? If so, you want to understand what that cycle looks like. Now, if you don't have seasonality, how do you create reasons to buy throughout the year? What campaigns will you run? And can you create a different why for each month of the year? Just as an example, whether it's March, are you running a St. Patrick's Day special on bathroom renovations? Are you doing in June... Insert a thing if you do refreshing your floors or whatever have you. But once you have an idea for some of the overarching themes, you're going to want to break your goals down into quarters. Once you do that, you want to think about the things that are going to get into the way. And this is where I'll call out a book that has been very helpful to me, Gino Wickman's Traction. It's part of the entrepreneurial operating system. It's something that I utilize with my clients as well. So full disclosure, the information's available. All you have to do is give them your personal information. They'll send you a bunch of emails. Totally fine. There's great value there. But he calls these obstacles rocks. And we need to figure out which of those rocks do we need to move first. And I'll phrase it in a sense where it's kind of like dominoes. Dominoes are going to stay in place if you don't do anything. If you start halfway down the line, they're never going to circle back and hit those first few things, which is obviously not going to get you to your goal. So you need to be able to knock down that first series of rocks. Those would be things that you take care of in the first quarter. Now, there's going to be more rocks. Uh, As we like to say, new levels bring new devils. Or if you're a child of uh, listening to 90s and early 2000s hip-hop, you'll know this too. Mo money, mo problems was a pretty popular theme back in the day. Now, once you have an understanding for what those rocks are going to be, you need to assign your leadership team the responsibility for those first rocks. Now, understand that initially these rocks are going to take longer to accomplish than you probably planned for. Unless you've been operating in a lean, agile environment for some time, there's a little bit of growing pains to get into the agile mindset, to get into a sprint focus, to have your meeting tempo set and have these accountability items that are being ticked off every single week. If you're not familiar with what I'm talking about, um, 
this would be a great time to pause the episode. Go to www.growwithdelta.com and uh, schedule a quick call with me. I'll give you all of the books that you can use to self-learn some of these things. Uh, if you desire to go any further than that, that's great. But I'm happy to give you that information so that you can start to implement rapidly. Now, again, this all assumes another piece. It assumes that you have the right people in the right seat. Now, in general, I will say that if you're not sure, they're probably not the right one. But I say that with a caveat. One of my clients last year wanted to remove most of his staff. The problem was they weren't meeting his expectations. But the cause behind that was the expectations weren't clearly set. There wasn't a consistent strategy, a plan, and a process in place for these people to follow. So they're pretty well winging it. And the success up until the point where we started to engage was actually rather miraculous when you consider that. But if you do have a framework in place and you're not sure if the people that you have can execute what you're about to engage in, they're probably not the right person for that seat. Doesn't make them a bad person. Doesn't make them a good person. Just that is what it is. And again, with the growwithdelta.com, feel free to reach out to me. I've got a worksheet that you can use that starts to delineate what are the key attributes to your team to identify the people that you want to be on your team, the people that you'd want to work and invest in to grow your organization. So now let's talk a little bit more about how you're going to achieve those goals. So in my case, I know that my clients are going to generate well over $100 million in sales this year. But my clients fall into two different groups. And that's an important disclosure that I'm going to say now. My financial services clients on their own, will do between $90 million and $100 million in top-line revenue with me. That sounds really good, but it's a low-margin industry. Let's say that they average 1% net profit at the end of the day. So that's $9, $10 million that I will help them generate inside of their practices. Now, my consulting clients, they're your normal small business clients. They work as experts in their field, whether it's a doctor, a contractor, a financial advisor, CPA, and they're going to range one to $3 million in sales and call it 250 to a million dollars in profit per year, uh, depending on their business. Now, I personally cap my one-to-one clients at 10. That gives me the ability to be fully invested in their success during the season that we work together. So if you average out the numbers, that's $20 million in top line and $5 million in profit, assuming 25% profit margin. 
But our goal is growth, obviously. And in 2022, my best client netted a 41% higher profit. No, I didn't say they sold 41% more. Their profit increased by 41%. Now, 2023 is going to be a challenging year. But with my clients, it's not uncommon to see 25% growth in their first year. So we'll use that because that's really the systems and processes that we're improving. That's going to put $11.25 million. I'm sorry, $1.25 million in additional revenue into my clients' checking accounts. Now, if you're following along, that means that I obviously just mistitled this entire episode um, because that brings you to a total of $16.25 million in profit instead of $15 million. I think $15 million sounds better than adding in the 0.25 and all that. So we'll stick with it. And I want you to notice that I focused on talking about profit. It would be really sexy to say that I'm going to help my clients generate north of nine figures in sales in 2023, which will be the case. But I'm more focused on what you can take home and keep because that's what you can take your wife out to dinner with. That's what you can take your children on adventures with. That's what you can do amazing new things when you get out there with the extra time that I help create to just have that family time. I care about driving the profitability because it's one of the three things that matter the most, in my opinion. The profitability, the efficiency of the business to turn revenue into profit for the owner. Balance, because I've worked 100 hours a week and it's absolutely miserable and you don't actually reap any reward of your success and actually your success is more limited because of it. And then replication, You see, my goal is making my clients redundant inside of their business. This way they can focus on the strategic vision for their organizations. And with all of my clients, the goal is to have a business that you can have a high multiple exit from. That does not mean that they're going to sell their business once they're done working with me. But if you have a business that could accomplish a high multiple exit, That means that the systems and processes are repeatable, proven, and even if the owner wasn't there, the business would continue. That makes for a business that is very pleasurable to own, to hand down to your children if they decide to be in the business, or to obviously exit and create generational wealth, well, multiple generational wealth if you do it right, going forward. So now that you know your goal, whatever that happens to be, how do we achieve that success? Well, the Pareto principle works. It always has and it always will. 80-20 rule if you're not familiar. So who are your best clients? The ones that are the most engaged and advocate for your services. Using my financial services side of the house, I have a potential pool of 3,000 people that I could work with. I choose to really focus on working with 250 of them. 
those 250 people will generate 80% of that $100 million. The other 2,700 will generate the other 20%. And I can accomplish that with them via email campaigns, drip campaigns, mailers, messaging, things that don't take a lot of my time. And honestly, that entire process to generate that $100 million might take 20 hours a week for me. If I'm really efficient, it's a 15-hour-a-week commitment at best. So that's there. So the Pareto principle for your clients needs to be dove dove into. Yeah, I'm about 100 episodes in. At some point, I'll figure out how to speak properly on the podcast here, so don't mind me. But these people that are the most engaged, they buy your highest level services. These are the people that you focus on retaining And they're the type of people that you want to replicate and onboard to your business. Now, if you sell a service like renovations, thinking of uh, my construction clients, what are your highest margin jobs that require the least amount of hours to complete? Doing a full renovation of a colonial house here in Connecticut could very well be very profitable. But if it takes you nine months to do it, did it really give you the best bang for your buck? Probably not. What are the highest return on investment, lowest time commitment opportunities inside of your business? Figure that out and then focus on becoming the elite provider of that service inside of your market. Now, there's a lot of ancillary parts and pieces that go to this process. And when it comes to being elite at these things, there's not much of a chance that any one person is going to be able to do that. So for me, as an example, I keep a team of experts on standby to assist my clients. The simple reason is there's a big difference between a utility infielder inside of the normal small business that's your office person that answers the phones, schedules appointments, does the billing, does the payroll, does this, does that. And then they also update your Facebook page with a post with a picture from whatever job you did. Great. That's not the person that's going to be elite at driving business inside of your organization. So some of the people that I keep on board are branding specialists, people do website conversion, email marketing, social media optimization, social media ads, search engine optimization. Uh, The traditional media still exists. Um, Doing actual mailers, sometimes even handwritten letters. I keep CPAs on board. I have bankers. I have non-traditional lenders. I keep all of these fields and a couple more to give my clients a lethal advantage in their marketplace. And I have multiple options inside of each of those fields so that they can pick the person that they resonate with best to help them with that service. And again, you could do all of those things yourself as you drive towards your goal. And maybe some of your current team has some experience in these things. But like I said, 
a utility infielder is never going to provide the same return on investment as an all-star. So it makes sense to bring the best and brightest on board. Now with my clients, it's fair to say that they're not paying necessarily full price for these services because of the relationships that I have. But the return on investment is simply amazing. Especially when your time commitment is essentially minimal to have these items executed for you. You know, in the Marines, we used to say the only fair fight is the one that you win. Now, that doesn't mean that you cheat. That's not what it means at all. But we were very big on bringing overwhelming force to the fight. You know, why would you fight rifle to rifle when you've got a tank? Doesn't make sense. Why would you fight rifle to rifle when you've got a jet on standby that can drop a 500-pound bomb? It just doesn't make sense to me to try to fight with the same tools that your competitors have. It makes sense to bring excessively better tools to the fight so that you can experience rapid growth inside of your organization. That leveraging moves your time back towards your family, towards time for yourself, time for your spouse, brings back date night. And that's why the contractors, doctors, and financial planners that I work with are the best options in their communities. And being focused on your highest producing opportunities also allows for repeatability. When you tie that in with elite execution, that does something that's really fantastic and that drives the referral business that I teach my clients how to generate and it lowers the cost of acquisition significantly. So during today's podcast, I hope that I've brought you a ton of value. And I'll be the first to tell you that I have not gone fully into the weeds on all the things that I do with my clients as part of their business planning. There's not enough time to do the podcast and then actually do those things for said clients. But I wanted to give you a taste for it. And I'm happy to give you the materials. If you want to do the work yourself, I'll set a call with you www.growthdelta.com. There's a scheduling link on every single page. If you're a contractor in the financial space or a doctor, um, the FEM challenge, it means front-end management. There's a place that you can put in an application or you can just schedule a call with me. I'll give you all of the tools, but as anybody who has a bunch of tools in their garage knows, the tools themselves don't do anything. It's how you execute with the tool that matters. Which leads me to the next part of the conversation. I'm going to be opening one space for my full service consulting in January. I'm going to be offering that space with something that I don't normally do. I'm going to be taking 25% of my fee and donating it to the Warriors Art Room. I've known the owner of the Warriors Art Room. It's a veteran-owned nonprofit for 15 years, maybe a little bit more at this point. We might be coming up on 20. And I'm going to be donating 25% of the profits of my business to that charity. 
that's a big number. But last year was a really rough year for those that serve our communities, and I want to make sure that I give back in the way that I'm capable of doing. So if you'd like to learn more, obviously the website again, www.growwithdelta.com. You can also follow me on LinkedIn at Mike Demo, Facebook also at Mike Demo, and on Twitter, again, finally back there, at real underscore Mike underscore Demo. I wish you truly great success in 2023. I know that this year is going to be one of the hardest years on record for the small businesses of America. I remember when I had my marketing organization open during the 2008 crash, and I was very blessed to have my best years ever in 2008 and 2009. So I understand what you're going through as I've been through and did pretty well thriving through it, but I wish you the best. And I hope you have a fantastic 2023. Thank you.